Epsor. If you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, Campy. Just a little voice note from your granddaughter, Jamie Wamey from Los Angeles. Um, the one whose lifestyle you're funding, um, in case you forgot. Um, Sora, I'm just calling because Courtney said that you're in hospital. Oh, you poor baby. Um, so yeah, I wanted to see if you're okay. Um, and dad told me I have to call and he said it in his crazy voice. So, um, here we are. Um, anyway, so, um, last time we spoke, I gave you the little tour of Fidim. Um, well, since then, um, I did a fashion show there. This is Simon, um, thing, um, that I did with my friend Prisha. Um, anyway, Elke Galkison from Galk was there. Um, us grand know. Um, so she came to the show and basically said, I'm the next big thing. Um, well, the one to watch um, was the exact wording. And she posted my designs on her Instagram story and she's got over 10 million followers. So basically I'm like blowing up right now. Um, well, sort of. So um, just bragging and... Um, giving you a little thrill as you lie there in hospital. You're probably bored shitless. Um, so, Gampy, I was thinking next time I have a show at Fidham, you should um, you should totally come to it, like fly over, fly first class. Like, you've got the money for it, as we well know. Stay at the Four Seasons, like, you know, come see my show, mingle after. I'm not sucking up for any weird reason, don't worry. I'm just like, I just want you to be proud of me. It would be great to see you here in the flesh. I feel like we've bonded a lot in the last few years and I'm loving that for you. Anyway, better go. Gotta record my podcast. It's amazing. Um, hope the nurses are letting you listen to it. Love you, Gampy, from your innocent little granddaughter, Jamie. Papa. This week on Chimazing, Hugo blows my mind. Kwame's glory hole huts, giving off a Jesus vibe. The dick and balls flop goes viral. And did a possum really tell me to get bangs? Your weekly dose of fashion school life and marriage advice. From the creme de la creme of students, the first lady of Fanny Flutterland. I'm Shimei, J-A apostrophe M-I-E. I'm Quiche, I'm Rich, I'm a bitch, and I'm Shimazing. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, Shimaniacs. Okay, I am flipping out right now. Something incredible has happened. 
that you are not going to believe. Um, and I've just raised time to tell you guys. It's like next level. So, um, remember the show from last week and how Hugo, the hobo, um, walked in our show, Ops, um, and he like crouched down and the seam ripped and his cock and balls flopped out. Well, this influencer girl who was in the audience that was sitting like right in the front row when it happened, filmed it, posted it on TikTok. Um, so Queen Letitia from the Pussy Palace reposts it with this like bitchy commentary, like bagging me, um, but everyone just fucking loved the footage and it's gone massively viral now. Um, yeah, so it's like totally backfired on Queen Letitia, which I'm loving. Um, and people are like doing remake videos and like girls are doing it with like sausages in their like pants, like falling out. And, um, and they're doing like the half beard, half like, um, like putting wigs on, like cutting them half. Oh my God, it's going off. Like it's fully trending. Um, so Hugo is like famous now, um, because of me. Um, it's all just blown up in the last week. Oh my God. Anyway, so I've just been like replaying the footage and like seeing it over and over and like remembering the kiss that me and Hugo did on the like runway. And it's giving me like fanny flutters just like thinking about it. Like the sensation of having like, half your face like spiked with facial hair and the other like all soft it like it really turns me on it no that's kind of weird but um and also I'm not into teabagging but like seeing the footage of like the squat and the flop out is kind of like making me like imagine him like teabagging me like I can fully picture it and it's like um yeah I would um so anyway um that's not even the crazy thing that I'm freaking out about um that's like the build-up to like the crazy exciting story which is that me and Prisha went to Silver Lake I know random um but like Prisha's like into it and wanted to like go to that fabric place to browse um so we're at Sunset Junction just like strolling the shops and like working the footpath um, and Prisha suddenly like grabs my arm really tight and she's like squealing. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong? Um, and she like pulls me over and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, Shamay, it's Hugo. And she's pointing across the road and I'm like, where? Like looking for a hobo. And there's this hot young couple like walking down the street and the girl's like linked arms with the guy. And I'm like, that guy? And Prisha goes, it's Hugo. I'm telling you, it's Definitely Hugo. So um, I run over the road to like, get a better look and I'm like squinting and staring at the guy and trying to like work out if it's him because I've never seen him like without the like other half of his face like shaved. Um, and then he calls out, Jemay, hi. And I like nearly fucking had a heart attack. Um, and I'm like, Hugo, is that you? And like, I fully knew at this stage that it was him, but I'm like, I was being like random. Um, and me and Prisha walk up to him and I'm like blown away by like how hot he looks without the beard and his hair like short and he's all cleaned up and it, he just looks so amazing. He's wearing like these jeans, a little rip and this gray t-shirt. And, um, and the girl was really hot too, but I'm like, who is this fucking bitch? Like I've been like masturbating over your boyfriend all morning and I don't appreciate your existence. Um, anyway... Luckily, Hugo goes, this is my sister, Hannah. And I'm like, wait, hold up, please explain. Because, um, like, I never thought, like, about homeless people, like, having sisters, but obs they do. Um, but I'm kind of, like, semi-relieved also because I'm like, thank God he's still a veil. Um, 
So the story was, so after the show um, last week, Hugo said like he felt really inspired and like even seeing half his face back to his old self reminded him of like everything he had before, like before he became homeless. Um, And he charged up his phone and he checked his messages. And it turns out his sister Hannah had sent like hundreds of messages, like trying to track him down over the last few months. Like she didn't know where he was. So um, he replied, they met up and he's moved in with his sister in Silver Lake and got all cleaned up. And she's like, she's going to now like look after him till he like gets back on his feet. Oh my God. It's like such a happy ending story. Um, and he goes, thank you, Jemay, for everything. Like fully thanked me um, saying that like, I'm the reason he's not homeless anymore. And I'm like, I know this is my thing. I'm like, I'm like a povo person fairy. Like I just like make everything better. I've done it before. I'll do it again. So, um, yeah, he said the fashion show just like changed his life and gave him like confidence. Oh, and he said, I'm like a really good kisser too. Oh my God, can you believe it? And he said he could feel my lip filler and he was like worried that it like was going to pop. Um, and so like he was going, he was trying to not go that hard, which is so nice. Oh my God, he's so cute. Um, and anyway, so now he wants to go back to his old job again so, um, apparently he had a job before he ended up homeless. Um, and I'm like, what did you do? Uh, like, what was your job? And he goes, I'm a barrister. And my jaw is like on the floor. He kind of pronounced it weirdly. Um, and I'm like, I could not fucking believe it. A fucking barrister. Like I did legal studies in year 12 and top the class. So like, I'm basically like a QC myself, but, um, like, non-practicing but um I'm like wow I can't believe that was your old job and he's like yeah um like I never would have picked him to be like rich I mean like um qualified and yeah just like smart it's it's just really cool um yeah so it's kind of really working out um for me so um we just kind of like awkwardly said goodbye at that point um And I left Hugo and Hannah, his sister, um, in Silver Lake on the street. But, like, now I'm really into him. I just – I was talking to Prisha on the way home. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about him. And now I know he's got, like, the potential to be rich, like, if he gets back into his barrister thing. And I don't know. Like, who would have thought Shemaniacs? Do you know what? Like, the world works in crazy ways. Like, I feel like the universe kind of, like – delivering me a hot barrister like right now when I need one like everything's been going so weirdly for me in the last few years and now like this could work out so well oh my god I just can't get my head around it. it's so crazy um anyway more later you maniacs I'm gonna just have a breather and just like I'll probably masturbate over him again anyway bye <laughs> So I'm sitting by the pool at Casa de los Ricos. Uh, I'm in one of the cabanas. Um, so it's kind of like almost soundproof. You can hear a little bit of pool noise. Um, there were kids um, making all this noise before, but I was like setting up all the gear and I was like, can you just shut the fuck up? Um, and one of them started crying. But like, I'm a resident. Um, they run off now. So hopefully the coast is clear. 
so I can record my party in my new location. Um, Rose was here before fanning me, but um, yeah, he's got to go like trim a hedge or something. So I told him he can have a break to do that and come back and fan me again and bring me a spicy mug. Um, it's mama's time of the day. Um, I'm actually really bad at rosé at the moment because um, you know the whole green card thing and how I was, like, thinking of marrying him to get one. Um, So, turns out he doesn't even have papers. Like, he's fully illegal, so I can't marry him anyway. And he was, like, virtually proposing to me. So, yeah, it'd be pointless. Um, He was, like, begging, but, like, he just wants to consummate the marriage and the wedding night, I reckon. He'd probably divorce me after that. I just don't trust him. Um, anyway, so do you guys remember my sleep talk app? Sorry for those that don't remember. Um, I've got this app and I put it on every night. Um, and it goes like next to your bed. So when you're asleep, anytime like you make a noise, it triggers and records, um, what you say. Um, well, I use it all the time, like every night. Um, and mostly it's just farting, but like, I don't really talk that often, but last night I was going crazy with the talking. Um, I woke up so many times, like random little things I was saying. I was like, oh my God, this recording is going to be so crazy. So I wanted to play you guys some of them from last night. Um, What have we got? Kwame, Kwame, Kwame. I know, right? Random. Um, I wish I could remember the dream attached to that, but I often have this dream that Kwame has me locked in this, like, hut and um, he's peering through these little eye holes um, and then they become a glory hole and rah, rah, rah. Um, Anyway, then there was this one. I want to wear the nappy. Not sure about that one. Um, Then there's this one. Carry me to the fire. And cook me like a picky, picky bum bum. I think that um, I was having this dream that was a musical about me getting cooked by Kwame. Um, it was like an extension of the other dream. Um, Kwame's like cooking me on this spit thing. Anyway, um, so this is the main one that I wanted to show you guys. Hugo, Hugo, the hot hobo. I do. I do the wed. I the wed. Rich, green card. Do you guys hear that? I fully said Hugo the hot hobo. I do Ivy wed. It's fully a sign that I'm probably going to marry Hugo. Like, what else could that mean? And if I did marry him, I'd not only, like, be the wife of a barrister, but I'd get a green card and could live here in America forever and start my fashion career as, like, a fully-fledged, like, US citizen. To get it, Shemaniacs? My God, my subconscious is like telling me. So anyway, that was last night. So this morning I got an Uber to Prisha's over at Fitham and we went to Silver Lake because I was like, I have to track down Hugo and like suss him out. But like, I don't have his number. Like, I didn't even know he had a phone until yesterday. Um, And I don't know where he lives. Like, he was just in a tent outside Fitham until, like, last week. But um, now he's at his sister somewhere in Silver Lake. But, like, who knows where. Um, So I told Prisha, um, 
that we just have to like strut up and down like the shops at Silver Lake like all day and just like hopefully he'll show up at some stage and then I can like hit him up and get his number and like start sexting or whatever. Um, like do an accidental nude and just be like, oh my God, that wasn't for you and like see if he's keen. That's what I usually do. Um, so I wanted to look good for that um, moment when he sees me. So I was like... Um, in my really short denim shorts, like the real, they're kind of like dental floss levels short. Um, they're just like this thin denim strip. Like you can barely make out that it's denim. It's that thin. Um, I had to get Prisha um, to see if there's any stray pubes that she could pull out because there's a lot on display. Um, my knee high boots going with them. And then my cute little, I love cum crop top. Um, yeah. So, um, then we just like strutted up and down, um, went to heaps of cafes and just like kept our eyes peeled all day. Um, cafecito organico, La Mille coffee boutique. And then I made these signs, um, that I put on telegraph poles. It was like this cute, like picture of me in a swimsuit. Um, I just printed out like a pic that I took like a few months back. Um, and then it said, Hugo, call me. And I had little like strips at the bottom, like um, cut up little strips that he could rip off, like if he sees it, like heaps of them. So hopefully I don't get too many hoax calls. Um, but yeah, um, we didn't end up seeing him. Um, I saw Natalia, weirdly, that clay girl um, that taught me and who I got to come over to the Pussy Palace and she looked hot. Um, she kind of saw me and crossed the road. I think she's like still traumatised after the brown jacuzzi um, sash disaster. I don't blame her. So am I. Um, oh, my God. <gasps> I just got a text. Is it Hugo? Please be fucking pressure. Oh, my God. I'm going to block the bitch in a minute. I'm waiting for my future husband to call. I need this fucking green card stat. Anyway, um, that's the situation, guys. More later. Ask your mates coming up next, you maniacs. Illy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, Jemay. It's Tash from Canberra. I just had a question for you about using animals as psychics. Um, because I really liked how you used the squirrels to help you decide what to do. But um, I live in Australia, of course, and we don't have squirrels here. And I was thinking of using possums, but they seem really dodgy to be H. So do you have any advice? Illy, thanks. Illy. Hi, Tash. Stay case tour, babe. Um, look, that is a really good one. Um, I get a lot of questions about this, um, as you guys would know. Um the squirrels tipped me off um, that Amber was in love with me uh, and the mountain lion, of course, made my um, fateful decision for me to move back to Australia. Um, he got that wrong, but uh, it's very rare um, that they don't nail it. Um, 
the animals. Um, for those of you that don't remember the process, it's like I write down my dilemma, choices on paper with little piles of um, food in front of the paper. And then the animal just kind of like decides by nibbling like the appropriate pile. Um, but yeah, I've always um, been a bit of a Snow White, as I often say. And animals are like quite drawn to me, I find. Um, and we do usually have quite a good rapport. Um, Except for Demi Lobaco, of course, who is a fucking bitch to me, literally. Um, but uh, other than that, I do quite often, um, yeah, look to the animal kingdom to make my hard decisions. So, yeah, as you mentioned, maybe um, using possums in Australia to substitute the squirrel to try to get some advice, um, that's a hard no. Um, don't even try Look, the possum is a really dodgy uh, animal, as, as you say. Um, they're very manipulative um, and they can often, like, intentionally give you, like, extremely bad advice just to, like, see you fuck up. They just get off on it. I once had um, this possum um, tell me to get bangs. Um, I had, like, two pieces of paper, um, bangs or side part on my windowsill um, in year eight. I was deciding um, what to do. Um, and yeah, Ob's bangs would have been foul. So um, yeah. So yeah, um, I don't, I would avoid the possums um, in Canberra Tash for any advice that you might need. As my mum always says, a good possum's a dead possum. Um, so yeah, um, I've mostly had really great experiences with animals though. Um, pointing me in the right direction usually. I remember actually one time I was 12, um, my parents took me to, um, well, me and Courtney, the whole family went to Rottnest Island to see the quackers. Um, and I remember I really, I wanted this quacker bum bag um, in the gift shop. And I was like praying that I'd get it. It was really cute. And I begged my mum and dad and they said no. And then when I was patting a quacker, um, I whispered in the quacker's ear, will I get the bum bag or not? Smile if you think I'm going to get it. And then the quacker glances up at me and smiles. Seriously. And guess what? Dad did buy it for me. I got the bum bag. The quacker was right. So yeah, a lot of history of like animals really helping me out. Also, don't limit yourself to marsupials, babe. Because I remember being like really devo um, because this boy, um, when I was in year eight, he was in year 12, older man. Um, but we talked to the station and everything um, and I was really into him. But he didn't invite me to the year 12 formal and I was so devo and like crying and I was sobbing into my pillow and I was saying, I'm not quiche. I thought it was all about my quicheness levels and I was saying, I'm not quiche enough. And, and then um, as I was crying, I glanced down and I saw this cockroach on the floor and it just kind of like froze on my floor. And so I was in the bed and I was like staring down at it and I said, hey, cockroach, am I quiche? Give me a sign. Am I quiche? Then um, the cockroach's like little head, like, you know how they have those little heads? It kind of extended out a bit, like really slowly. And then it did this slow, like, yes, nod at me. 
And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like, it was so nice. Um, so yeah, the insect world can be like a really great place for advice if you need it. They're always there to help, I find. Um, what else? Oh, um, I actually had a dog speak to me once. Like it actually spoke, like it said a word. Um, long story, but basically I was like hooking up with this guy um, for a while in first year uni, Scotty. Um, and I was like having uh, a sleepover at his after we went clubbing um, and like he always slept with his dog, Roddy. Um, and like, so I'd get in bed and then Roddy would climb up in the bed. So I'm like squished between Scotty and Roddy and um, Roddy's like facing me and he's like snoring and his like black lips are like fluttering with like every breath and he's doing that kind of dog dreaming thing where his paws move slightly. Um, and then I notice his eyes open and he's staring straight at me um, and then I look down and realize one of my tits has popped out um, the top of my T-shirt during the night because I was like, you know, hammered and um, didn't realize. And Roddy the dog's like hardcore, like perving at my tit. And Shumaniacs and Tash, I swear to God, I'm not lying. The dog spoke and he goes, Kush. Seriously, he fully said the word quiche in like a dog's voice. I am not kidding you, Shumaniacs. It's like, that was like, oh my God, for me. Um, and I was on like such a high for weeks after like trying to get him to talk more, but he never did again. But yeah, just knowing that dogs find me hard is like, that was like the main thing that really, I was really excited about. Um, and I was like spending a lot of time in parks, just trying to like, get their attentions up but yeah so yeah I hope that helps Tash um yeah no to the possums in Canberra but yeah maybe try a cockroach um for some advice um let me know how you go thanks for your message Tash bye oh my god maniacs okay I've um rushed to the microphone um I'm inside my condo. It's the next day. Um, I'm just with Prisha. She's outside in the hammock while I record. I just want to capture the moment because the most fucking insane thing has just happened. So me and Prisha just like walked over to the Grove to do some shopping. Um, and I wanted a coffee. So we went into Starbucks. And you'll never guess who was working there. Hugo. Fucking Hugo the hobo working at fucking Starbucks. Looking all like clean cut and hot and stuff, but he's working the fucking coffee machine in Starbucks. And I'm like gasping and like couldn't breathe and like almost collapsed and like Prisha's trying to like calm me down. And and then I just go over to him and I'm like, Hugo, hi, what are you doing here? And he's in his like Starbucks uniform and stuff. Um, And he said, I told you I'm a barista. I just got my old job back. He's a fucking barista, not a fucking barrister. <gasps> I'm so mad. Oh, my God. I thought he said it weirdly when he said it, but I just thought it was like the accent. And But he meant he makes coffee at fucking Starbucks the whole time. And I'm like, fuck my actual life. Like, I thought I was fucking sitting pretty for a while there. I thought I could like seduce him and like marry him for a green card and like live the life of like a hot American wife of a barrister. Now my whole fucking world's been turned upside down. So unfair. 
Like he's hot and I still want to marry him for the green car. But like, I can't help saying to people like my husband works at Starbucks. Like you'd have to get a better job. Like that was never the dream for me as a hot young girl at Hilford. Like it's probably not anyone's dream, I guess, but I'm just devil. It's like, I tried to not act too like disappointed in front of him or to like reveal what I actually thought because I thought like I don't like put him off and be a bitch but um so yeah I just ordered an oat milk frappuccino and just like he wrote my name on the cup um um oh this is really cute he drew like big lips on the cup like referencing my like current lip filler situation which is like kind of hectic um and it was kind of like flirty of him to do that like reference the lips so I was kind of like loving that and like getting the fanny flutters still um and then I just sipped it in the corner at a high table with Prisha, just like staring at him for ages. And like, I was doing this little giggle look away thing whenever he looked over. My God. Just like watching him like frost the milk and his cute little uniform. And he was like stroking the milk off that like, that little squirty thing. It was really hot. It's kind of tragic, but you know, hot as well. Um, and I feel kind of proud of myself because like, reaching out to him, like going to him when he was in his tent and he was all homeless and stuff, like has triggered this whole like situation of him getting his like life back on track. And I kind of think like that's how I felt with Kwame and like Sonali back in the day. Like I'm kind of like a Jesus vibe person. Like I give off a Jesus vibe, I reckon. Like reaching out and like healing people and yeah, just even Rosé has been kind of like touched by the hand of Jesus when he met me. Um, yeah, maybe I'm actually the next Jesus and I don't even realize. How would I even know if I was? I don't know. I don't even get it. Anyway, I don't know what to do, but um, I'm desperate for a green card, Germaniacs. Wait a sec, I'm just getting an email from, my God, who's that from? Mr. Hornery. What the hell? It's Saturday. What does he want? Hi, Jemay and Prisha. Oh, it's to both of us. Just forwarding this correspondence from <gasps> Elkie Galkerson. What the fuck? Oh, my God. It's an email from Elkie Galkerson to me and Prisha that he sent to Mr. Hornery. Okay. Prisha, come in. That's an email for us. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm just going to read it to you guys. Okay. It's from Elkie. Hope you're well, lovelies. How are you two placed for next week to make an impromptu trip to New York with me? <gasps> I'm featuring some up-and-coming student designers in a little showcase I'm doing for New York Fashion Week. <gasps> I'd love you to be part of it. Let me know, darlings, Elkie X. Oh, my fucking God. <gasps> this is fucking amazing. <gasps> New York Fashion Week. Prisha, Prisha, open your fucking email and read it. Get out of the hammock, you lazy bitch. We're going to New York. Oh, my God. <gasps> My God, maybe Gampy can come to like New York and see me like in action. If he's out of hospital, that would be so good. <gasps> I've got to go celebrate with Prisha, guys. Um, she's freaking out too. She's just read the email. Oh my God, Illy Germaniacs is the best news. More next week from um New York City. Um, stay kish, everyone. I'd love you so fucking much. No who again? Bye bye bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So if you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy!